It's Friday, October 21st, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Kill Your Inner Bitch, a masterclass in douchebaggery, plus a McBowell movement sandwich, glued protesters request a shitting bowl, and a DV favorite sub-slut retires. All this was your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the sounds of lovemaking. Oh, God. I love you, Sandra. I love you so much. Don't leave me, honey. Before I die, I want to make hard love with you. I gotta have your pussy. I gotta have your sweet pussy. That cock is pulsating. Look at it. It's gonna come all for you right now. And I want you to look at every drop of this fucking cock that comes out of my cock. I gotta have your goddamn pussy right now, honey. You know I want you. You know I need your pussy, honey. And your sweet asshole. Oh, your sweet asshole. I gotta drive my tongue deep into your asshole and then fuck you hard, baby. Fuck you hard with my wet tongue and then stick my hard cock up your deep ass and your sweet asshole. I want to flood your asshole with my hot cum. I'm going to come for you right now, honey. Sticky wet cum just come out of my cock now. You've got to have it, baby. You've got to have it in your mouth. You told me you're going to swallow me. You're going to swallow every drop. You've got to do it for me. Drink it all. Drink all my hot cum. Make Paul so fucking happy. i got to have you, baby. Put your lips around my cock and start sucking my cum. Here it comes, baby. Just watch this hot cum come pouring out of my cock, honey. Oh, yes. It's going to start to come. Oh. Oh, yes. Get ready to swallow my hot cum, baby. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. It's going to come. Here we come, baby. Here we come, honey. Take it. Take it, honey. Take it. Take it all, honey. Oh. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Well, I, I really, I really like shortbread. Welcome to the home of Butterfinger. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Please, no confessions involving children. Try new peanut butter eggs. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time. As we wrap things up for the week, got a good one for you. Uh, at the top of the program, you heard that introduction where uh, the very horned up man is talking sexily, saying all sorts of sultry, steamy things that uh, really would uh, drive a woman wild when making love. Stuff like, yeah, you're going to feel my hot load pouring out of my dick. My cum's going to spurt out all over you. Women love that. One thing he said at the end as he was sort of patting himself on the back, he was like, eat your heart out, Peter North. That's a reference men of a certain age will understand. But if you're under, I don't know, 50, you may wonder who the fuck Peter North is. Well, it should come as no surprise that Peter North is a uh, a porn actor or was a porn actor. He's still alive, but he's retired. What's interesting about Peter North is he started in the early 80s. But he did uh, gay porn. He was very big in in the gay porn world and then transitioned. He made the leap to straight porn and never looked back. As a matter of fact, he was kind of embarrassed about his uh, gay past 
especially because like he would bottom, right? He would take dicks up the ass. A very early example of gay for pay. He's appeared in over 2,000 adult films, notably North Pole and Anal Addicts. Those were really his citizen canes. There's a whole Wikipedia article. I don't know much about uh, Peter North, but he certainly sounds like he's an idiot. <laughs> when asked how he came up with his name, because th he was born Alden Joseph Brown, which is not very sexy. Oh, fuck me, Alden. Oh, Alden. Uh, so Alden changed his name, uh, you know, to appear in porn to uh, Peter North. And when asked how he chose that stage name, he said, uh, your penis is also referred to as your Peter. And when you are erect, it faces north. Plus, I'm from the north. So, yeah, it just makes sense. Peter North. That's how he got his name. So while he's retired from acting, he's uh, still profiting off of porn. He has a website, PeterNorth.com. It's one of those, you know, you got to pay to watch the videos and stuff. He refers to himself as the cum shot legend. Again, I haven't seen a lot of his work, so I don't know exactly the uh, quantity or viscosity of the cum that he shoots, but he's pretty proud of it, I guess. You might want to check out PeterNorth.com if you're a fan of heavy loads. Little recommendation for your Friday. We are going to kick things off today once again talking about TikTok and trends. In the end, a good TikTok creator knows it's all about retention, keeping people watching your videos. It's called engagement. How interested people are in your videos is a huge metric. You know, if you typically post three minute videos and people scroll after the first two or three seconds, that's not good engagement. But if people are sticking around for the entire thing, TikTok sees that and it's like, oh my God, this account is, must be very interesting. We're going to start recommending it to more people. And that's why, you know, people end up getting millions of views sometimes. Now, there's another type of engagement I like to call enragement. It's kind of like hate watching. Have you ever seen those videos? If you're on TikTok, I mean, and I think maybe on Facebook, I've seen this too. Not so much YouTube. But it's people making the most insane, disgusting looking recipes ever. And you're just you start watching it and you're like, oh, what's this girl doing with a pickle? And why is she dunking it in yogurt? Oh, it's only half yogurt. It's half yogurt, half tartar sauce. And then she like drills a hole in the pickle and pours hot fudge and then crimps it with a curling iron. You just kind of want to singe the pickle. Oh, this is going to be so good. Doesn't it already look so good? And she's already got like a dumb friend commenting on the whole thing. Like, oh, my God, what are you doing? What's happening now? Oh, my God. that Oh, that's crazy. This is crazy. Oh, my God, that looks so good. Then you're going to take your bowl of hydrogen peroxide. Just dip the pickle right in there. Get it all wet. Then we're going to we're going to roll the pickle in kitty litter. That's going to be the bread. Oh, my God, that looks great. Oh, that looks so good. Now, I would have never thought of that. Yeah, oh my God, you're going to love it. It's so good. You know, and that goes on for three minutes and you're just watching. You're like, where are they going with it? What, 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 what could possibly happen next? The worst ones are when, you know, it starts off, like the recipe starts kind of looking good, right? We're going to make some brownies. All right. 30 seconds in, they're whipping out the sardines and you're like, what, what? And then, that, you know, that's when you're like, oh, you, you know, you would never make this recipe. It's, it's going to be fucking gross. But you just you want to keep watching to figure out where it's going. That's that's kind of in, engagement ragement for you. There are worse, more diabolical examples of enragement. 
As creators see what type of videos get the clicks and taps and views, they seem to chase after that very content. So what do we like here on DV? Conflict, fights, people being assholes. We love to hate watch Karen videos. You know what I mean? So now there are content creators on TikTok who just go around and they spend all day harassing customer service employees. They'll go from store to store. They'll go from Walmart to Burger King to Target, just causing scenes. I think I found the reigning queen of these type of videos, and I've got an example here. First up, she's at Target, and we don't know what she's upset about, but she wants to speak to a manager. You don't have a store manager that's a man? Mm-mm. So who is, what's your store manager name? Allison. Allison? Okay, so it's Allison. So who did I speak to the other day? Who was the man that was over the store just uh, last week that I reported? Is it Jonathan? I do not know. I have him on footage. Yeah, he's not, he's not, um, like, he's up front. So at first, the conversation seems civil. They're just trying to figure out who everyone is at Target. Allison, the store manager? She's a store manager, yeah. She's considered the store manager. Like, she's not an assistant manager or anything? No, she's a store Okay, manager. did you tell me that you was the store manager just a few seconds ago? I'm one, part of one of the leaders around here. No, but I thought you said you were the store manager. When she's not on duty, I'm in charge of everything around But I asked here. you... Okay, were you the store you manager you and you said you were a store manager? Here, with you. What you need? Okay, so I just want to know who the store manager is because you said you were a store manager okay. and then when I started to get my need? phone out, you said you were a team lead. I'm not going to stay here argue with you. What do you need? Things are starting to turn here. You know, and just like in those recipe videos, I'm continuing to watch. First, I want to see if she's going to get punched out. But I'm also curious to figure out, like, what is her problem exactly? It's all very vague right now. She obviously has an issue. Okay, well, I thought the customer was always right, so I'm not arguing. Customer's I'm... always right, but I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, thank you. So I'm right, so stand here. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Mara, you need me? Let me get another associate. I'm sorry, you guys. Let me find someone who um, acts like Target is actually a corporation and not a neighborhood store. So let me um, go to the front. Notice that she wants to talk to another employee, not a manager. Basically, she just wants to prolong this interaction, right? Let me just find another worker here. Like she wants to badger them with questions about who the manager is. Is it a man or a woman? What is their name? So she walks up to the front and props her camera up on the counter so she can film herself. And then she gets angry when someone is trying to like move boxes that the camera is propped up against. Yeah, she said she's waiting for the manager here. And sure enough, after a few minutes, guess who shows up? The same lady from the beginning of the video. She is now accompanied by uh, another Target employee. Are you the assistant manager? I thought you said you were a team lead. The team lead is over the whole store today? Yes, Alice is not here. A team lead can be over the whole yes, store? Can, yes. Okay, well, no, that's not correct because I call corporate. Huh? That's not correct. Where's the assistant manager at? Right here. How can I help Okay, you? hi, assistant manager. I cannot believe you can actually say that you were over the whole store today. Uh, okay. All right. Now for the money shot. We're finally going to learn what this woman's problem is. Why she needs a manager. So I'm going to just complain about the prices. This is $7.49 and this is also $7.49. The kids spray and the adult spray. 
Yes, she's complaining about prices to products that she didn't even purchase. She's upset because the kids bug spray is the same price as the adult bug spray, but you get more in the adult bug spray. So why is it the same price? Why isn't the kids bug spray cheaper? And if you know, that makes no sense to me because the product has more quantity in this than in this. So I'm confused on why they're the same price. I hate myself for doing this, but I could see in the video what two products she's holding in her hands. And I went to Target's website. Look them up. I mean, it's so fucking obvious. Off for Kids is safe for use by, uh, for, for like babies, six, six months old. So it's got to be a little um, less poisonous because babies will like lick their arms and stuff. So Off for Kids has like a lot of botanical bullshit and oils like rosemary, citronella oil, peppermint oil, lemongrass, yada, yada, yada. The regular Off is, first of all, it's labeled smooth and dry. I think it even goes on different than the kids version. Kids version might be like a gel or more liquidy or something, but it doesn't matter. It's just a different formulation that it costs a different amount. That's that's why one costs slightly less than the other. By the way, the difference in price isn't even a dollar. They're both four ounce bottles. The kids version is seven forty nine, and the adult version is six sixty nine. This is what a manager was needed to deal with. The employee confirmed that these are the correct prices. They're different. Yes, to me, that's a problem, but I just wanted to report the price change. Um, There's no change. <laughs> it's just what the prices are. There's a difference because it's a different product. I just wanted to let you know, ah! um, can I make an employee complaint? Because uh, do you see the way she talks? Um, so By the way, this woman has accomplished everything she has set out to do. I've watched the entire video and I'm angry. I'm this is the point of the video. I hate that I'm playing into her twisted, sick little game. I'm an angry motherfucking bitch. Yes. A nigga angry bitch. No, didn't say that. I did did not agree to that part. That's uh, Thursday Lane. He's a little upset. Now this woman, back to the video, she wants to file a complaint against that uh, first Target employee. Because uh, do you see the way she talks? Um, so I was in Sporting Goods. Mara, now she can Brandon, argue in front of me. If this is not a back room conversation, uh, I'm confused. I don't get to talk said, as a customer. That's crazy. Wow, Target, do you see this? I just walk away. Never mind. I don't have to shop at Target today. I'll wait. Okay. And so ends our saga at Target. I've got a whole half hour compilation of this woman doing the same thing at different establishments. Just to give you an idea, I'll play one more interaction. This will be short. Here, Princess is at a McDonald's drive through. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. I am so, I'm so mad as a McDonald's customer. Coming as a shock to absolutely no one. Yeah, she's talking to the drive through uh, employee. So I'm just going to see how this worked out. Are you the manager? Yes. Hi, yes. So I got to make I got to make chicken and it smelled like bowel movements. I didn't know what was wrong with it. <laughs> so then I returned it. You know, I've been having a lot of problems with this McDonald's for a long time. I live in the neighborhood and I returned it and it smelled like smoke. And then she was like, well, we can't remake it. We were um, we. So wait, the first McChicken smelled like bowel movement. The second smelled smoky. If this woman was not fucking around with uh 
people who are just trying to make a living. I would say this is the greatest comedian ever. Your money back. So I asked, what's your name? You know, so they said she was a manager. What's your name? What's the store number? And she closed and locked the door on me. I mean, the window on me. So I'm just very displeased as a customer. And I was just wondering, like. And by the way, that's what McChickens are supposed to smell like. Bowel movement. That's typical. How McDonald's is not um, pleasing their customers, not satisfying their customers, and also not making um, edible food. I'm just really, like, I'm really irate, irate right now. Well, not irate, because I'm just hurt, like, that this is not a trustworthy cus- company anymore, and I was just wondering the store number so I could report it. Well, any sane person would not turn to McDonald's for edible food. Now, if this woman has gotten on your nerves as well, take comfort in knowing eventually she's going to get her ass kicked. You know who are the employees who don't give a fuck? Fast food workers. They will beat her ass eventually. She's going to piss off the wrong overworked Mick Cashier and justice will be served. We look forward to that day. Ta-da! Moving on now, ever since Andrew Tate has been kicked off of most social media, obviously we haven't heard from him much, but there's this void This emptiness in my soul. Don't we all need a giant douchebag in our life? Well, I think I've discovered Andrew Tate Light. His name is Elliot Hulse, and he hasn't been kicked off of social media yet. Let's start learning from the master. Here's one more thing that your slapdick dad never taught you about women. Never take advice from women about what women want. Even women don't know what they want. So far, I don't see anything wrong with what he's saying. Instead, do what you want, say what you want, act as you will with the confidence of a conqueror, and then just sit back and watch her. Okay, noted. So when women tell you something, just ignore them. They don't know what they're talking about. Again, it should be noted that the only people watching these videos are guys who don't have girlfriends or wives. Those men were able to figure things out without Elliot or Andrew Tate. How fucking pathetic is it that there are some guys who need help? Obviously, this dude is like selling a course as well. So you gotta like shell out money to attract women and it doesn't even work because this is horrible advice right oh it gets worse three things every man needs from his wife belly full balls empty and no one to be quiet that's just another way of saying bitch get in the kitchen never deny me sex and shut the fuck up it is a very like simple animalistic can't control urges uh type of way of thinking right what do i need i need food breed quiet time those are the three those are the three things I need as a man. What makes a man effeminate? Hey! Hitting a little too close to home here. According to Thomas Aquinas, it's a man's inability to put aside pleasure to pursue that which is arduous. Stop using big words! And are built rugged so that we can handle suffering in pursuit of oh, that which Lord. is great. Are you pursuing greatness or settling for sinful pleasure? Sinful pleasure like balls empty. That's like the only thing you need in life, right? Belly full, balls empty, and bitches being quiet. Oh, the suffering you must endure as a man. Balls empty. Uh, I do have one last tip from Elliot here. Guys, listen up. Some things strong men just don't do. Strong men don't lean in for pictures. Only weak men try to squeeze into a photo or feign fake affection for the female that they're cheesing with. There are so many rules that I don't know about. No squeezing into pictures. Apparently that's effeminate. He shows a picture of uh, Michelle Obama and George W. Bush. Michelle is standing straight like the strong alpha male she is. And um, 
George Bush is like leaning into to her, you know, like a little bitch. Elliot might be onto something here. Don't squeeze into pictures. If they cut off your head, that's their problem. Tell them to either focus on you or take a motherfucking wide shot, bitch. Real men only pose for landscape-oriented photos. Instead, always stand up straight. And if other people want to get captured with you, let them squeeze in and lean and look needy to be seen with you. You want to be a strong man? Then watch my new free masterclass, Make Men Strong. Link in my bio or visit MakeMenStrongAgain.com. You know, out of all the stuff Donald Trump has ever done, the only thing I find truly unforgivable is that he coined that goddamn phrase, Make America Great Again. Everything now is Make Something Something Again. I will never forgive Trump for that. Uh, If you go to MakeMenStrongAgain.com, you are greeted with a message. Kill your inner bitch. (laughs) I do like that. That's catchy. Achieve total freedom from addiction, procrastination, uncertainty, and doubt. Beat porn addiction. Manic fapping. (laughs) Basically, everything incels are struggling with. I tried to sign up for this thing. They really make you jump through hoops. You got to answer questionnaires, watch videos, submit name and email addresses. And then they're like, okay, we'll we'll message you soon about signing up. I think they're trying to weed out people who uh, aren't actually interested. You know, people like me. Still, I'm um, pretty certain the spam spigot will be turned on and I'll be receiving daily messages from Elliot real soon. I'll keep you posted if I find out how much this course, I'm sorry, this master class costs. Uh, Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got some new music to share with you. First up, Debbie Domenico. I believe a DV listener submitted her as a Linda Fingal Hall of Fame nominee. I'm sorry I don't have the name of the freak in front of me, but thank you for this. And I (laughs) will always love you. I would never love you more. Oh, I know I'm not with you, mom. And I'm not. I can't figure out if she's just old, deaf, mentally handicapped, or a combination of some of those things. I think it's better if we don't know. I love that, you know, during the first three or four seconds of that song, you don't know if she's singing or having an epileptic seizure. And I. Either case, I'm pretty sure she's swallowing her tongue here. This is pretty much all Debbie does on TikTok. So, yeah, I've got some more examples here. And I'm not, I know, but I know I'm a good girl. I wonder. The problem I'm having is uh, picking out songs that I can identify. Your fish, your pizza, thank you with the French music. I love French. Oh, she's talking here. I'm sorry. I thought she was singing a song. It sounds just like her her other videos. Let's, okay, let's try I one. wish you love, and I wish you your money. Her doing that that song again. Let's try one more here. Come on over, baby, near my house. Come on over, baby, and see me. Ooh, baby, come on over to my house. Come on over. Most people are nice in the comments, although, am I retarded? Comment, I don't even know how he got that username. Am I retarded? Commented, uh, Nana, please stop. As always, I feel like I need to point out, even though I'm making fun of these people, they have uh, way more followers than me. This bitch has 303,000 
just for posting stuff like that. I can sing off key. Can, as if I have, you know, the ability to not. I've got one more aspiring artist I'd like to introduce you to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle Rossetti. He is a white boy rapper, and he struggles with that. Oh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to tap out right there. I've heard enough. Oh. There is a less than 1% chance this is going to be good. You can stop all the hate. I already know that I'm great. Just watch I'm back to rhyme. I could probably do this all the time. This guy on distance says he knows it all, but he doesn't even like football. He is a big football fan. He's uh, he's wearing a jersey. He says he's the biggest fan, but he switched his team up a few times since it began. Your skin cells are all mutated. It's like you're outdated. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that again? One more time. Your skin cells are all mutated. It's like you're outdated. I will say this. I've never heard that rhyme before. Skin cells mutated. You're so outdated. Sure, your bedroom is G-rated. I can't believe what you, what your mom and dad created. I'm sure you feel very hated. I know Chris, Chris was the last girl that you dated. No, I know Carissa was your last girl, and seeing y'all together made me want to hurl. I'm sure it was easy to leave you. You only rated as a two. Is this considered a diss track? He's spitting some hate here. They better stop talking that hate, because um, I'm not going to sit around and just wait. So I'm about to give it to you straight, or disses, more disses will be your fate. To be honest, I think Debbie sounds better. Yeah, maybe I'm a nightingale. I'm a nightingale, and I love. I would love to play a game where I try to get you guys to identify what the hell Debbie's singing here. The problem is she doesn't put in the title in the description what song she's attempting, and I have no fucking clue. The only one I've been able to identify is "I Will Always Love You." And freaks, that was a lucky guess. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And the fucked up news right now. I am looking for a few good freaks as always. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this nonsense. Join the Sideshow, DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday uh, was a very fun Sideshow exclusive podcast. Earlier in the week on Tuesday, we did one as well. Yeah, normally we do uh, two Sideshow exclusive episodes every week. So the Sideshow is an amazing deal at only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. So if you like TV and you want to hear it continue, you know what to do. Superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you want an even easier way to get uh, new Sideshow episodes and you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up in those apps. Unfortunately, due to the limitations of the apps and blah, 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 you won't have access to uh, all the super old shows, but all of the new Sideshow exclusive episodes, all the free shows, it's just a simple, easy way to get access to all of the content uh, we're producing here on DV. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Final way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Yes, there are some perks over there. It's just another way to help support the show. Thank you so much to all of my patrons. And of course, you Sideshow members, 
You are the reason this show is able to continue. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, climate protesters who glued themselves to the floor of a Volkswagen showroom in Germany. They didn't really think things through when they glued themselves to the floor. Look at the glue. Use the glue. The glue like a horse. Oh, look at the glue. Look at the glue. Glues may have horses. Um, that has nothing to do with this story, really. Only horses are turned into glue. Still, good to know. There's a diaper. Only boys are forced to sit in glue. A, a diaper and glue fetishist. That glue. That's, uh, that's enough. The guy sitting with a glued diaper <laughs> onto a chair. These Volkswagen protesters uh, should have thought to maybe wear diapers themselves, but they didn't. So let's recap. They uh, they glued themselves to the floor. They don't have diapers, and they're in this for the long haul. How are they going to piss and shit? Well, that issue did come up. Climate protesters who glued themselves to the floor of a Volkswagen showroom in Germany need to use the toilet, but now complain that the company has refused to provide the group with a bowl to urinate and defecate in. I'm sorry, why does Volkswagen have to be so accommodating to people who are protesting their product? Quite frankly, I think Volkswagen has been really nice about the whole situation. This, this you know, is taking place at some auto show or some, you know, car conference or something. And uh, the protesters are like, hey, Volkswagen, we are going to protest you. We're going to, you know, sit around this fucking car until something changes regarding climate, I guess. I don't know. And Volkswagen was like, okay, that's cool. We're not going to, like, leave the lights on for you or anything. But we won't call the cops. We're not going to spray you with, you know, fire hoses. A uh, researcher with the Kiel Institute think tank and member of climate protest group Scientist Rebellion posted on Twitter on Wednesday that 15 people had occupied the Porsche Pavilion at the Autostad Museum, adjoining the carmaker's factory. Quote, nine of us glued to the floor and some of us on hunger strike until our demands to decarbonize the German transport sector are met, he wrote. Volkswagen told us they supported our right to protest, but they refused our request to provide us with a bowl to urinate and defecate in in a decent manner. Come on, Volkswagen, be decent. Let them fill a bowl of their poop right in your pavilion. Uh, Yes, they will not provide us with a bowl to urinate and defecate in in a decent manner while we are glued and have turned off the heating. Uh, Heating requires fossil fuels, sir. They're just trying to help your cause. He later complained that we can't order our food. You want food delivered to you? Do you think DoorDash is good for the environment? All those people driving around fetching food for idiots. Yeah, he later complained we can't order our food. We must use the one provided by Volkswagen. Oh, so there's like Volkswagen is feeding you, though. Holy fuck. These entitled assholes. Lights off. Random unannounced checks by security guards. Yes, this is not your house. Volkswagen owns all the shit that you're you're protesting against there. So they want to make sure you're not stealing or defacing it or whatever. Uh, Yes, random unannounced checks by security guards with bright torches. Police just came in. And a final update at around 2 a.m., the man shared a photo of the group, said getting ready for first night of sleep. It was unclear whether any of the group had urinated or defecated at that point. 
On its website, Scientist Rebellion calls for nonviolent civil disobedience to demand emergency decarbonization and degrowth facilitated by wealth redistribution. To achieve decarbonization on the required scale demands economic degrowth, at least in the short term, the letter said. This, of course, comes after a wave of high-profile protest and disruptions. We've talked about uh, those people pouring paint or soup or whatever on that Van Gogh painting. I do have a late-breaking update. I was on uh, one of these scientists' Twitter page. You know, the ones that are protesting, has his fucking hand (laughs) glued to the uh, floor of the showroom. Uh, About an hour ago, he posted uh, this video update. He says he's been at this for 26 hours. He's had to sleep sitting up. Uh, Lay up to stand up uh, after every two hours because I had the pain in my arm and uh, my hand is now very, very swollen. Oh, yeah. Can compare oh, yeah. To- His left hand is huge. One more reason not to glue yourself to the floor. Don't use horses to glue yourself to the floor. And so eventually, (laughs) after at least three requests, uh, some doctors have come to visit me. Yeah, earlier he was saying, like, we were were requesting doctors and no one's coming. Like, what a pain in the ass these people are. It starts with, like, the piss bowl. Then they begin bitching and moaning that they can't order out. Why won't you let the Jimmy John's man in? We just want to eat our subs. I mean, what a fucking protest. And now he's like, um, I need a doctor. These guys are such pains in the asses. And uh, I mean, I feel so sorry, but they said that it is potentially life-threatening condition because of He's got a life-threatening swollen hand now. Put the developer into my hands uh, and then go around. Yeah, I'm not going to play this whole thing. But basically, he he writes, uh, doctors ascertain the possibility of life-threatening blood clots in my hand and recommended an immediate transfer to the hospital. My health is, of course, paramount. I accepted to leave this wonderful group and was taken to the hospital. Way to support the climate, asshole. The second things get a little tough, a little challenging, you bail. Nice work, soy boy. Good luck with that protest, though. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. A GOP candidate running for an Arizona college district's governing board was arrested. He was charged with public sexual indecency after an officer allegedly caught him masturbating in his truck near a middle school? No. High school? No. Elementary school? (laughs) No. He was masturbating by a preschool. Randy Kaufman was arrested on October 4th, but suspended his campaign just this past Tuesday following media reports of his arrest. Basically, when people caught wind of the creepy shit he was doing. That's when he was like, okay, well, I'm going to put a pause to all of this. Kaufman is running for the governing board of the Maricopa County Community College District and was allegedly caught masturbating by the county's community college police. Kaufman explained the situation by saying, I fucked up. I think that was pretty much his entire statement on the matter. Yeah, three little words. Sums it up nicely. Uh, The report says the incident began when an officer with the Maricopa County Community College Police approached Kaufman's parked vehicle and saw the man with his pants down. Maybe he was just rearranging, you know? Sometimes underwear gets bunched up. Come on, dude. Don't just admit to the masturbation. Come up with a story. Fight this. 
Truth doesn't matter anymore. Just deny it and then accuse your opponent of doing the very same thing that you actually did. It's called politics. I don't think this guy's cut out for it. Kaufman appeared to be looking at a cell phone in one hand. Oh, yes. The masturbation stance. Cell phone in one hand, cock in the other. I immediately became alarmed as I saw Kaufman had his pants down mid-thigh. That's down pretty far. It was exposed, showing his fully erect nude penis. Ta-da! Kaufman was manipulating his genitals. I love that they always have to use the, the term manipulating his genitals. Not stroking. Not pulling. He was manipulating. That's almost worse. He's manipulating his genitals in a masturbatory manner. We all know what that looks like. <laughs> really painted a picture here. Uh, the officer said Kaufman didn't seem to notice the officer at first. He was um, engrossed. Here's the thing, though. What was the guy looking at? I want to know the type of porn he was looking at on his cell phone. Because, yeah, the optics are pretty bad here. He's masturbating near a preschool. If I was this guy's lawyer, I would be like, uh, first of all, he wasn't looking outward towards the preschool. The kids were not out like during recess or playing. There's no children in the vicinity. He was totally focused on stepmom porn from Pornhub. Like, you know, it was all legal. It's all on the up and up. The officer said Kaufman didn't seem to notice the officer at first, but that Kaufman was in view of a nearby bicyclist and a preschool where children were playing outside. Okay, well, that's pretty bad. The children were out. Cock was out. Children were out. Not a good combo, legally speaking. When confronted, the officer said Kaufman apologized for the act. I'm sorry, Kaufman said, according to the report. I fucked up. I'm really stressed. Just need a little release there. Kaufman, who told police he worked as an officer with the Arizona Department of Corrections for 27 years. That doesn't help. Said he didn't know that there was a preschool just a few feet away. Are you going to put that in the report? <laughs> the officer said, Kaufman asked. Don't you see how alarming that is? The officer responded that there are children nearby, people passing on bikes and in cars where they can look and see what you're doing. In a Facebook post from May, Kaufman said that he wanted, quote, our children protected. <laughs> he wanted our children protected from the progressive left. How's that for a boogeyman? All right, uh, Kaufman was charged with public sexual indecency, but Kaufman could also face a possible felony charge because of, you know, the proximity to the preschool. What really sucks is uh, this little thing called early voting. <laughs> Despite the charge, the Maricopa County Recorder's Office said it's too late for Kaufman's name to be removed from the ballot, and some people have already voted. So there's a slim chance this guy could win. Who the hell would vote for him now? Hi, Galileo2333. I mean, you knew that was coming, right? If not, wake up, look alive. Final story we have for you today. Uh, the city of Prosser, Washington has taken down its city hall Halloween display after getting complaints. Its display was in poor taste. We just talked about this the other day. Halloween is the one holiday where you're supposed to be distasteful and gross and nasty. It's all about blood and guts and dressing up like dead people and shit. Although yesterday when this was brought up on the program, it was framed in the context of why you shouldn't buy your child an Anne Frank costume being sold as, quote, little girl Jew prisoner. That is maybe a step too far. That goes beyond just being distasteful, right? There was also a little costume for boys uh, where you could be like a Confederate general, the Robert E. Lee uh, costume, I guess. And Jeffrey Dahmer. That's a big one this year, thanks to that Netflix documentary. 
Well, what did the city of Prosser do? What kind of decorations did they put up that was in such poor taste people complained? Uh, well, it was taken down after Post complained the display was making fun of uh, certain women. Really? The city targeted a marginalized group of women? That does seem in poor taste. Well, the display featured a scarecrow wearing a Can I Speak to the Manager t-shirt and a Karen name tag. Yes, the people complaining were other Karens. I got to make chicken and it smelled like bowel movements. For the record, uh, city officials said that this was not aimed at anyone in particular. After the backlash, the display was taken down. By the way, if you check out the chapter artwork right now, you can see what their display looked like. It's not offensive in the least. Unless, of course, you're a bitchy white chick with a bad haircut. After uh, the backlash, the display was taken down and news releases were sent out to the media. It was meant to be one of their entries in the historic downtown Prosser's annual decorating contest. Quote, the city of Prosser removed the Halloween display at City Hall and has withdrawn its entry into the historic downtown Prosser decorating contest. A representative for the city said... City officials acknowledged the display was inconsistent with the spirit of the competition. City manager Thomas Glover said the display was put up by the city employees, but could not say if it was approved by city leadership beforehand. Uh, the dig at Karen seemed to be more than just a surface-level joke, according to some. Friends of Downtown Prosser, a community group opposed to an upcoming $16.8 million bond package to replace Prosser City Hall and police station, say the display is taking aim at one of their leaders, who admittedly is a giant cunt. In an email, a representative for the group claimed that the debate had led to friction in the town of about 6,300 people and that the spouse of a city employee had recently taken to calling some of the leadership Karens. They said the display was targeted at a group member who is an avid gardener and a black wig was put on the display to match her hair color. Yeah, I guess in the display, the the Karen Scarecrow is gardening. Hey, they may have a point here. The plot thickens, right? Glover denied the display was aimed at a specific community member, but could not say which employee put it up or whether they had been disciplined. Quote, it's just unfortunate that some people decided it was targeted towards a resident. I think it got out of hand. Turning our attention to the city's Facebook page, residents shared opposing viewpoints. Really? Someone complained about this? Was her name Karen? Holly Coleman wrote, good one, Holly. Another person called the display offensive and unprofessional. I found the city of Prosser's display tasteless, disrespectful, hurtful, totally uncalled for, childish, and mean. They should make a public apology to all women in the greater Prosser area whose first name is Karen. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, this was a guy who wrote that post, Mike Ray Carroll. Apparently, this Halloween display is ripping the entire community apart. I hope Prosser will be able to rebuild. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget about our Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out, chatting, sharing links. 
There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right, let's check in with a few freaks, and we begin with a patron. Yes, Jimmy Boo, hey, this is uh, Sideshow member Patreon freak Lube Jobs calling up again. Lube hey, I apologize job. for the slightly confusing message last time. In the interest of brevity, I think I left out some important details of the story. Uh, I was relaying a story about my wife looking for a particular video. You didn't understand what I was talking about. So the story is she had spent the majority of her day watching random jerk off a video that guys had sent to her. Okay. Uh, and instead of being sexy jerk off videos where, you know, at the end there's the cum shot is like a, a beautiful rainbow fountain of cum. It's just like a sad kind of dripping out of a leaky faucet. Um, and uh, she's very disappointed in men. And she, she likes those thick, hard, forceful loads. And the thing that would cure her of that was if she could see said videos, the sad jerk-off videos of dudes, and the cum shot is like a sad, leaky faucet. If those videos were set to the sounds of dry heaving. Oh, I see. She thought that that would rescue her It'd from the pits of her depression. <laughs> like this. <laughs> Like an old, like, cartoon, uh, like a cartoon car running out of gas. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Those old cartoons where, like, uh, the car has a face and it's just, it's sputtering out. That's what she wants those little dicks to be set to, music-wise. Um, so if you have any suggestions, uh, uh, I would love to hear Feel free them. to use the audio I just provided. I think she may have also also written to Efuck to see if uh, he could put something like that together. Um <laughs> And the other thing I'll say, thank you for identifying that song used in all the phone sex ads. Not Are you kidding? I can't believe multiple people have commented that they too were happy. I was able to identify some dopey ass instrumental from phone sex commercials. I even went through this whole like uh, preamble before. I'm like, guys, you just have to bear with me here. I'm so sorry. This is the dumbest thing. I'm so sorry to waste your time here. But I, I got to tell you how excited I was that I was able to track down this song. Turns out some of you are just as strange as me. Get obsessed with these things. We're the cocksuckers. And I tracked that motherfucker down. All right. They really cared about who actually wrote the song, but man, I get some fucking nostalgia when I hear that thing. <laughs> uh, I grew up in New York, and hearing that song reminds me of growing up. Oh, really? You So you remember that song, not from DV, but uh, your childhood, listening to those phone sex ads. And spending countless hours watching Manhattan cable access, uh, Manhattan public access channel 35, a.k.a. the Naked Channel, where they had tons oh. Of escort services and phone sex, and they would use that, huh? Uh, that would use that song. Um, That's crazy. So it gave me some warm fuzzies in my heart. Well, there Anyways, you go. Uh, keep up the good work, Timmy Boo. All right, thank you so much. Guy has fond memories of that uh, phone sex ad commercial. <laughs> Hi, Timmy. This is Scuznado calling. Hello, Scuz. I just wanted to um, inform you, freaks out there, that, that there's this app called Set. S-E-T. And it's basically like a fetish kink app that you can get on. And, uh, oh, is he saying F-E-T? Fet? Uh, set up a profile and uh, <laughs> find people that are into just anything. 
you can um, take like a BDSM test and there's a lobby you can go chat in and find locals like do you work for the company do you have stock in this or something in your area that want to get down and dirty and uh find like-minded individuals hold on a second i feel like this is um an advertisement for something profile and uh uh-huh. find people that are into just anything you can um take like a bdsm test and there's a lobby you can go chat in and find locals in your area that want to get down and dirty and yeah uh, what about latin, uh, latin find men? like-minded individuals or freaks um you had mentioned an app about how you can uh donate your sperm to someone and uh you know i went to the app store obviously and looked at it but then right below hey, that i is saw that, this uh, is that app uh discreet and <laughs> intimate app advertised and okay. i think that that might All be right, something okay. that a lot of you guys might be into um i signed up for it uh i'm talking to a few women on there and uh all right all right thank you very much call now stud oh all this uh, bdsm and fetish talk reminded me i've got some very sad news to report i hate ending the show on sad news but this just happened this is breaking a distorted view favorite has announced his retirement he is a fetish enthusiast well he's a pig slut a dirty big-titted pig slut Hello from loser pig Look at my titties. Yes, that's the voice uh, of Norman Summerton. We featured him many times on the podcast over the years. He has got a tatted up uh, head, chest. He's got a tattoo of a bra over his uh, his real titties. He likes to vacuum pump uh, his chest. So uh, they, they end up looking like big titties. My titties. Titties, yes. Like these wonderful things, eh? Love the suction on these cups. I make myself a set of tits. I mean, it, it sort of sounds like he's slowing down here a little, doesn't he? He's getting a little up there in age. Without tits. Pig Norman Summerton. Owned property and livestock of Miss Delicious. Oh. Shout out to Miss D. Bye-bye. Here Norman is uh, using some sort of vibrating device on himself. Uh, he's got a cocked, or I'm sorry, a caged cock. he got a, some sort of chastity device. <laughs> And he's squealing like a pig. Titties are vacuum pumped again. He just sounds so sad. Definitely sounds like he's slowing down a bit. According to his Twitter sheet, he says, uh, all good things must come to an end. Farewell fans and followers. October 17th, 2022. He posted one Final photo. As of the recording of the show, it was about an hour ago. I've retweeted it, so you can check it out. It's not too X-rated. It's just, you know, it's got his titties. Uh, I'll maybe somehow try to make this a featured image over there at distortedview.com. If not this picture, some other Norman Summerton photo, you know, in celebration of his life. There you go. Norman Summerton retiring. Congratulations. Enjoy your time off. Your golden years. Relax. Loosen up those suction cups. Let those breasts breathe, Norman. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this, this just in, even more breaking news. Norman Summerton saw my tweet and liked it. 
There you go. An end of an era. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, it's no God. I got to make chicken and it smelled like bowel movements. I like I'm loving it. Rep the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of shows. I had fun. I hope you did, too. I will see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.